I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We chucked up on our Instagram story the other day for you guys to send in some questions and ask me anything segment. I've got Kat to clip up about 10 or 15 of those. I'm going to go through and answer them now. I haven't seen them yet, so I'm just going to go through and give my live reaction as we go. The first one, Roosters have arguably one of the best lineups on paper, so why will they slash won't they make the top four? That one comes from Hey Adam. Hey, it's Adam93. Uh, mate, Nearly impossible to work out what on earth is going on with the Roosters and how they start their seasons. I have no idea. Uh, they have arguably one of the best on paper. I completely agree with you. Uh, from 1 to 17, honestly, from 1 to 20, it is simply incredible. And I know for a fact there are a lot of young guys in that system who are going to pop off over the next couple of years as well. So uh, working out why the Roosters are starting slow, I have no idea. I will once again be tipping them for a top four finish. Um, But people that say that's stupid, they never do, they always underachieve, I can't disagree with you. I completely get where you're coming from. I just think on paper, that team is incredible. They started to put it together at the back end of last season. So hopefully all the pieces have fallen into place. But, mate, I... Why they will make the top four, I can give you a thousand reasons. You just have to look at that team. Why they won't, I'm starting to wonder if it does come down to coaching. Uh, I wonder if, you know, Robbo's just trying to taper them for the back end of the season. They just take it a little bit too far. I'm really not sure what the answer is. Because as individuals, like as individuals, a lot of them had very good seasons last year as well. But just as a team... They just can't make it work for whatever reason. But I think at the end of last season, they did turn the corner, and I'm expecting the Roosters to be a top four sort of side. Next question at Matty Jack. Got any good suggestions for draft challenges? Have five, need a few more. Five's a lot, to be completely honest with you. Uh, we sort of, because of our draft group, the 14 of us, there's sort of very different ages and whatnot. We have a couple of uh, fathers and stuff in our, in our comp that are, you know, late 50s, um, 60s, whatever it might be. Uh, so when, when, when we're sort of doing our challenges, we don't make them over overly strenuous um, sort of things. I know like the weekly rubdown do theirs very differently 
And probably if we had, you know, just 14 of us that were all, you know, 25 to 35 around that mark, we might. Uh, we did a couple of, like, marble challenges this year and whatnot. Um, just a couple of, like, little skill tester sort of things we've done. Some of my mates have done one where they did a WWE Royal Rumble. They all were given a character, uh, and they watched a Royal Rumble, and that decided um, their... Their draft order, they did that on PlayStation, so they just simulated the whole thing and watched it all played out. Uh, I know that, you know, a few years ago, we did like a Melbourne Cup thing to decide our order. Uh, one that I would love to do during the off-season is you all pick a out of a hat, like you all pick an NFL team and you follow an NFL team because it's during the off-season, you get to follow them and whatnot. Uh, but draft day challenges, you can do randomizer things, you can do little skill tester sort of things, you can do drinking games, card games. You can do, honestly, fucking anything you want. Uh, I know that some... You know, draft comps have had, you know, they walk into a pokies machine, into a pokies room with 20 bucks. Uh, and I think it is, you've got to gamble at least $10 of that and see where you finish and whatnot. Um, and they, that, that can be one of their challenges. I know that other groups go like 10 pin bowling to sort out their order. There's a million things you can do. Just make it fun with your group and go from there. Um, okay, from. Oh, Boyle Brandon, uh, what does realistic success look like for the Storm this season? Really hard, the Melbourne Storm. I mean, like, you sort of, you know, like, I, I look at their season last year, I go, okay, they finished top four. You know, that's a huge tick. That's fantastic. That's a really good knock. But got blown out in the finals, didn't really fire a shot. By Melbourne Storm standards, is that a successful year? Um, I personally don't think they would think it was. Uh, obviously, they made it to the finals, which is good and well, but the Melbourne Storm always made the finals. Making the top four is good, but... Does it really mean that much to the Melbourne Storm if they don't fire a shot in finals? Whereas the Warriors, who are a team who, you know, consistently miss the top eight, for them to finish top four, I think that is a huge um, a huge achievement and that's a big success. But for the Melbourne Storm um, to make it into the top four and then not fire a shot in finals, I probably think that they would call that an almost an unsuccessful campaign. But that's just based on the standards that they have set for themselves, uh, which is which is why it is such a hard question. Personally, I know the Melbourne Storm are going to be in the top eight. I have no doubt about that whatsoever. I think they'll probably be a top four side based on history, uh, but I think they want to compete with those big sides realistically. Um, from Zach Clogan, is there any merit in running Puru at 14 at the Raiders? Can play middle and hooker. I love this, mate. This is actually what I would be doing. I think he could add a lot to this Raiders side. I think he's a very underrated player at the moment. A uh, lot of potential there. Can play a number of positions. And the thing that I love about him most is that he's just a natural footballer. Problem is with the Raiders, you've got so many fucking forwards there. You've got so many hookers there. Uh, you got a lot of young guys I'll be trying to fit into this side as well. So it becomes very tough to work out where you fit everyone. But for me, I've been saying it for a year or so. Puru, he gets through a heap of work. He's got good leg speed. He's a slightly different body shape. He's a natural footballer. I'd be finding him a spot in my side for sure. From Harry the Batty. How far away is Fletcher Sharp from making his NRL debut? Mate, from making his NRL debut, I could actually see Fletcher making his debut at some point this year, uh, maybe at the back end of the season or whatever, if they're able to rest guys and give guys opportunities, maybe during the origin period, Fletch could play as well. Uh, it wouldn't shock me. He's obviously, well, he's starting in the trial this weekend. Seemingly means he's jumped in front of David Armstrong, which is pretty wild. Uh, but I really rate Fletcher Sharp. I think he's got a huge future in that game. As far as him being a regular first grader, I think it's a while away, though. I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he gets a bait to make his debut at, at some point throughout this season. Uh, but I think long-term-wise, I think it's a while away from him being a regular first grader. Obviously, when you're at the Newcastle Knights being a fullback, um, it's pretty tough to get into that side with Caelan Ponga there, barring 
injury suspension, concussions or whatever. So Fletcher Sharp is a big watch in the Newcastle trial game this weekend. I'm super excited to watch him. A young superstar of our game, uh, but I do think he's a while away from regular first grade. Uh, from Jado.priv. Reckon Brooksy carves it up this year. Yes, I do, mate. I'm very excited about Luke Brooks. I think he has a fantastic season for the Manly Seagulls. I think it's a very, very astute signing. Um, I think this is where he needs to be. I think he needs to be um, a piece in this side, not the main piece. Uh, I think at the Tigers, he's been the main guy for a long time, and I think it's just proved to be too difficult. I think at the Manly Seagulls, where he can play second fiddle to DCE, just play his natural game, run the ball and take them on, I think it's a really, really good spot for him. So, really excited about Brooks. I think it's a very good signing by the Manly Seagulls, uh, and I'm expecting him to play some good footy this year, Luke Brooks. Um, Anthony Zanna, one player not being talked about that will be all the talk mid-season. Interesting. A player that's not really being talked about now, but that will be all the talk mid-season. Um, off the top of my head, it's a tough one, to be completely honest with you. I reckon Ata Mariota from the Canberra Raiders is a really good shout, though. I feel like he's in for a bit of a breakout season. Really, really excited to see how he goes. Uh, he's probably the one that came to mind for me straight away. There's other guys that I really like, but I think that... Um, they're already pretty popular. Like, I think Wong has a big season. Watching Bronson Zeri last night, I uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him break into that side and do very well. Uh, plenty of options to choose on there, but Adam Mariota, uh, he's probably the one that stands out for me at the moment. I feel like he's going to have a big breakout season. I feel like Wong uh, from the Roosters, as I said. Uh, Taylor May, I think people are sort of forgetting just how talented Taylor May is. I think he has a big season. Um, you've got Kai Pierce-Paul. He was part of our CBA class 2024 the other day. I can He's a really good sniff to have a fantastic season. We'll be talking about him quite a bit. Uh, so, yeah, plenty of guys there that could break out off the dome is a little bit tough, though. Uh, C underscore Tang. What's your appro- what your approach would be in relation to beers and break-evens and Supercast chat if you were genuine in genuine contention to win? Um, yeah, it's interesting, you know. Like, if I was in genuine contention to win, I assume you mean, like, coming into the back end of the season. Um, I really don't think much would change, to be honest with you guys, because... For me, um, the idea of me being in the race to potentially win that money and win Supercoach, it would just be fucking massive, you know, and and the attention that it would get, um, the content that we can make off the back of it would be unreal. So I, 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 to be perfectly honest with you, I wouldn't like keep my cards close to my chest. Um, You know, winning 50K would be unbelievable. There's no doubt about that. And I'd love to do it. Uh, But the sort of, um, the sort of attention and the sort of content that we could build around me just being in contention for it, um, it'd be pretty meaningful anyway, to be completely honest with you. So nothing would really change. I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't hide my trades or anything like that. You know, whether it's Supercoach, Classic, Draft, whatever, I'm pretty much an open book this year. I think we're going to have a Supercoach uh, Patreon this year uh, that I'll be revealing absolutely everything behind the scenes to you guys throughout the season there. Um, so you, you, you'll get to see even more there. But yeah, mate, I personally don't think I would change that much. Uh, maybe when I'm looking down the barrel of 50K that week, maybe I would. Uh, but I probably don't think I would because, as I said, the content and all that uh, probably means just as much to me because of the revenue that I'll make off the back of that realistically. So uh, it'd just be super exciting to be in the run for it and the content would be unreal. So I would be an open book. I'd be a nervous wreck, don't get me wrong. I think you guys would find it very entertaining. Uh, but yeah, it wouldn't change too much, I don't think. Uh, a. Francis, 1323. Supercoach and footy question. 
Everyone is high on Sean Lane at the moment. Is Kelma Tuolangi being slept on? Yeah, I think Kelma's a really, really interesting player. Um, he's obviously got a heap of potential. Hasn't quite been able to put it together yet, which has been a problem so far in his career. But he's arriving at the Parramatta Eels. Uh, when I have a look at the Parramatta Eels and their history of back rollers over the last few years, uh, they signed Isaiah Papaliti when he was, you know, a, a realistically he was a touted player, but... Turned out to be a little bit of a flop at the New Zealand Warriors. He goes there, turns into back row of the year. Sean Lane, he's a journeyman. He's been all over the place. Canterbury, he's been to the Warriors. He arrives at Parramatta. He turns into one of the better second rowers in this competition. Bryce Cartwright, washed up. A joke in this league. No one wanted anything to do with him. I was so happy to see Parramatta give him an opportunity. And he's going great guns now. Ryan Madison, club to club to club, bouncing around quite a bit. Arrives at Parramatta. He's done very well. Jermaine Hopgood, uh, you know, obviously at the Penrith Panthers. I can't believe there weren't more clubs lining up for his signature, but seemingly there weren't. Goes to Parramatta. Turns into a gun there as well. Junior Polo, when he arrived uh, at the Parramatta Eels, you know, before that, I, you know, was he already an established origin player? I'm not sure if he was, to be honest with you. So Brad Arthur, you know, for, for you know, all the negatives and stuff people want to give and, and shit they want to give to Brad Arthur, He's got an incredible record of getting the absolute best out of forwards. Uh, and Kelman Tuolangi has got a lot more potential than some of the guys that have gone there and been successful. So that'll be a very, very interesting one. I would not be ruling out Kelman Tuolangi making a big splash this year. For me, though, when I look at the start of the season, the reality is I probably can't fit Ryan Madison in my starting side. So I'm not quite sure where Kelman can fit. So I think it's going to take a few injuries or suspensions or whatever. Uh, but he is going to be a big, big watch for me this year. Uh, top 10 draft picks. James Winterton. I've actually got my draft day uh, tomorrow. So I'm not sure where I'm going to be drafting yet. There's a good chance I'm drafting outside the top 10, to be honest with you. Uh, but when I have a look at the top 10, you've obviously got your KPs, your Clearies, uh, your Turbos, uh, your Caelan Ponga, they'd be my top four. Then you're talking your guys like Latrell, Scotty Drinkwater, uh, these sort of guys. Harry Grant will probably sneak into the top ten. Wouldn't be in mine, but he probably will be. Cam Munster will be thereabouts. Dill Brown will be thereabouts. Um, so a stack of options there to choose from. I would, in a captain's league anyway, I would 100% be chasing the highest ceiling uh, when it comes to captains in the first round there. Uh, so yeah, that's sort of the direction I'd be looking in. There's every, I think at the moment, we've got our challenges still to come. We're 50% of the way through our challenges and I'm sitting 11th out of 14th. Took a gamble last week on one of our challenges and came up duck eggs. Um, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where I land on draft day. I think I will be in the bottom half, uh, which will be a big, big test. Uh, here we go. Razzle Dazzle. You play super coach, but do you also dabble in NRL fantasy? No, I don't, mate. Uh, I've always been super coach. I know there's a lot of super coach content creators out there that sort of put uh, fantasy down and whatever and give it shit. I, I, I don't really see it like that. Um, I prefer super coach, but that's because I've grown up with super coach and all my mates have grown up playing super coach and I've just become used to it. Uh, I'm sure fantasy is good fun. I really don't know enough about it to comment. Cats obviously come um, from the fantasy world uh, and absolutely loved it. She's given super coach a go this year. So it'll be interesting to see how her transition goes. Uh, but no, I don't dabble in NRL fantasy, mate. I just go all in on super coach. It's a big part of my career. Realistically, uh, super coach and providing super coach content. So I uh, don't really have time to dabble into fantasy. And I don't really dabble into things. If I'm going to do something, I want to do it properly. That's why I don't do NRL fantasy. That's why I don't really cover the English Super League. Uh, the NRLW, I try and do a little bit here. But unless I'm properly entrenched and can do a proper job at, at it, 
Um, I just feel like it's a bit of a cop-out, to be honest with you. So I, I, I focus on what I'm good at and what I can provide the best content in, uh, which at the moment is NRL and Supercoach. Um, what's a heavier weight on your shoulders helping the Supercoach community or carrying Timmy? Carrying Timmy, it's not only my shoulders, mate. I've been holding his hand for three fucking years. I've got, I've got I've covered in blisters. I'm in all sorts. So uh, carrying Timmy's definitely the bigger challenge, obviously. Uh, I've tried to, you know, carry him and help him to maybe win a beers and break evens title at some point. Uh, he's yet to get one, but maybe this will be the year. Probably not, but maybe. Maybe this will be the year. I don't know. You never know with Timmy. Um, from the White Giant, who would you play at six for Bunnies while Cody's injured? Um, I think that going with Hawkins is probably the best option. Uh, but there's a kid there named Jai Gray who I think has got a massive, massive future in our game. But I do think right now he's potentially a little bit raw uh, to pick for that trial or to go to Vegas or whatever. Uh, so I think they'll probably go with Dean Hawkins, which is fair. Dean's been in the system for a long time, has earned that spot. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. But I'm telling you, keep an eye out for this dry gray. He's come down from the Gold Coast to the South Sydney Rabbitohs. I think he's going to explode over the next few years, and I think he will be the guy to replace Cody Walker eventually. Uh, thoughts on the flex guru is your league activating it cheers mate that's from Richie Matt uh, there's a flex option in Supercoach draft this year uh, we're not mate and to be completely honest with you, I don't have a total great understanding of what the flex position is we spoke about it uh, we sort of decided that we don't need to fix what's not broken our comp is really good we love it the way it is uh, so no real need to add that flex position and once again uh, I haven't played a heap of like NFL fantasy and whatnot, so I don't have the greatest understanding of what the flex position is. Uh, but no, we are not going to run with one this year. All right, guys, those are all the questions. Thank you to those that sent questions in. Always good uh, to sit down and go through this sort of content. I always really enjoy it, just live reaction sort of things. Uh, with you guys throwing shit at the wall about whatever questions it might be. Really enjoy it. Coming a little bit later today, we'll have a preview uh, for the Indigenous All-Stars and the Mouldy All-Stars. It's coming your way tonight. Super excited for that one. And plenty more trials coming your way this weekend. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.